0: Welcome to a new episode of uh, the India Independent Films Podcast. This is uh, likely our last episode for the year. Uh, it's me, Rahul Desai, film critic for Film Companion here. Uh, I'm with my friend and the wire film critic, Tanul Thakur. <clears throat> uh, we are going to be discussing arguably the biggest Hindi film of the year, which released last week in theatre. <laughs> of- uh, it's Kabir Khan's 83, uh, which, you know, if you... Weren't Under Rock, you know, it's about uh, uh, India's uh, 1983 World Cup win, the Cricket World Cup, uh, under Kapil Dev. Ranveer Singh plays Kapil Dev. And uh, it has a fairly large cast of uh, uh, um, actors. And uh, we will be talking about, um, amongst many things, of course, the cricket itself uh, and the film, but also the reactions to the film, which, you know, it's been a few days and we uh, have seen overwhelming reactions to 83. Uh, Tanul and me watched it together in Delhi, um, for the pressure. And, uh, it turns out, uh, I think both of us were maybe two of only three or four people, four film critics. And four reviewers who did not really like the film, it didn't work for us. So it will be, uh, we'll try to keep it as polite as possible. Uh, it's a, uh, It will be an interesting discussion. Um, I've read Tanul's review and uh, <clears throat> I did uh, feel a lot of things that he did. Tanul, why don't you start off with, of course, like <laughs> going into the film and in general, you know, your sort of <clears throat> perception of the 83 World Cup, none of us were born then. And so, you know, Yeah. People, slightly different perspective from, say, the older generation of critics and film lovers who were actually around them and which I've noticed in the reviews and the reactions too. So, uh, yeah, so you can.
1: Yeah, it's it's obviously uh, that's there. And, you know, the uh, as you were asking the question, I think something else also came to my mind. I mean, obviously, I was born after 83 as as, as you were as well. But, you know, I mean, obviously, 83 looms very large on, I mean, even people from, say, our generation's minds who are generally into cricket. Because, obviously, first World Cup when we were the underdogs. And that was the only World Cup when we were growing up, like, in the 90s. Anyway, you know, but, but what I remembered, actually, right now, is just something that's so strange. Is that my interest in cricket actually started from a very key member of the uh, uh, that Indian cricket team. That was Mohinder Manat. Yeah. He used to host a... Uh, a show on DD okay I think it was 1990 or 92 something like that I mean, mm-hmm. must have been what, no not 92 yeah 92 early 90s I don't remember exactly where he would tell you about like you know how to uh, I mean how to bowl an outswinger how to bowl an insin- swinger, and things like that then you figured out that who is this guy and then yeah so obviously all of that but my reaction hello yeah go on. yeah you can hear me right yes yes haha <laughs> But my reaction, uh, sorry, exp- I'll first talk about expectation. I mean, uh, when I heard about the movie, uh, perhaps two, three years ago, whenever, uh, my first reaction was cringe. I mean, I'm sorry, I was, uh, I, I, I don't really, I'm not a big fan of very obvious kind of subjects. And I mean, it could have been a good film, uh, sure, uh, which it is not, obviously, uh, for me. Uh, But my first reaction wasn't anything great. I mean, I don't kind of like the kind of filmmaking. I mean, uh, there's this one parallel that you can make with uh, ventriloquists and directors is that you you should not be seeing the maker's hands, right? Like, yeah, when they announce a subject and all of that, I was like, yeah, it's just going to be one of those. Hopefully, it shouldn't be one of those obvious things. But uh, yeah, whatever. So, and when I went there, I had a few checklists in my mind. And when the film is like, underdog. <laughs> so then they are like, underdog scene one. Underdog scene two. Underdog scene three. And they are like, dude, what the fuck, man? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> we are supposed to be polite here. But dude so you know I mean uh, uh, that is where I want to uh, stop and I want to hear your uh, this thing both about when the project was announced and I mean your expectation perhaps over the years or at least over the last few months but I uh, I obviously have a lot to say but I'll just stop there that like you know uh, because I mean there's lots to talk later but yeah, I mean it was just whatever expectations I had the film was just so blatant about it. It, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, I mean, it yeah. wasn't very different. But I was actually quite surprised by the scale of it, for mm. sure. Yeah, over to you.
0: Yeah, same, yeah, I was a bit surprised by the scale of it. But yeah, before <laughs> we go I'll talk about... Uh, sort of my expectations and sort of my perception of that World Cup win, and you know, obviously, I think a lot of us grew up with our parents still talking about that World Cup win, and and yeah. I think my first, you know, Indian cricketing hero was Kapil Dev, for lack of a better. I mean, I think I started watching like everyone else when I was three or four, two or three years old, and Kapil Dev was still big on the scene there. Yeah. You know, not. He was just starting to come in. So obviously the that ad that they did, I think was it a plan or uh, some ad uh, that boost it? I think Bo- Boost is the secret yeah, of whatever. So, yeah. that for that was the sort of passing of Baton, right? In a way. So yeah, for me, yeah. by then was already this, you know, iconic hero whose cricket I'd never really seen enough to really love. I just knew that he was sort of the biggest cricketer in the country and I knew because I watched a lot of tapes of that my father had of the 83 World Cup and actually it was wasn't exactly of the 83 World Cup it was of the first three World Cups 75 79 and 83 it was basically a World Cup tape in general and just to give me an idea of the history of cricket and it was fairly entertaining if I remember and West Indies has always been my favorite team so I think watching that tape really amplified those, my feelings towards the West Indian team when they were at the peak of their dominance. And of course, unfortunately, I carried that through the next two or three decades and it hasn't really worked out very well for me being a West Indies fan. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but that's when I developed my love for that West Indies team while watching that tape. And that 83 World Cup, of course, is uh, relived in great detail, uh, especially because... Uh, of course, India were the. It's probably one of the greatest underdog victories in cricket, and you know, uh, of course, we were alive to see Sri Lanka win the '96 World Cup, which was arguably as big. Uh, but but then again, you know, it, it was India's sort of arrival into cricket in general, and also I, I I kind of remember a lot of that World Cup because of those tapes, and I kept rewatching them year after year because of course we were never going to win a World Cup in the '90s. Uh, any of us who <laughs> watched in cricket then realized it as soon as we watched the team sort of hinge themselves around Tendulkar. So it 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 just was kind of an exercise in nostalgia every time wondering if I'll be alive to watch India win the next World Cup because uh, for me obviously that by then the aura of the World Cup had already reached that level where I knew it's the biggest tournament in the world and, and you know it has and whoever wins it are world champions. So by then I started to join the dots uh, in my early cricketing years. So of course when I heard about like you know, it being made in Bollywood, I wasn't surprised, and that's not a good thing actually. Uh, I was actually surprised why they took so long to really make that 83 film because it's on a platter for Bollywood. Of course, they love underdog. Mm. They, they've been trying to get the sports film right for decades. They've you know they have like the the stars to sort of play uh, all the very now famous cricketers in that team, the bits and original bits and pieces cricketers. Uh, so you know. I was surprised it took so long. And of course, I was surprised at the scale too. Uh, but uh, I did not have great expectations in the sense when I heard Kabir Khan was making the film because we've seen Kabir Khan films over the years, you know. We've seen him sort of start yeah. his film impressively. We've seen him dip. And of course, Bhajangi Bhajan was a very pleasant and nice sort of uh, departure from uh, the the his sort of foray into superstar and, you know, uh, uh, big-budget cinema. So it, it, it was... Not like I was expecting the world. I was fairly happy that Ranveer Singh was cast as Kapil there because, you know, he's constantly been an actor who has constantly surprised me. I i wasn't the biggest fan of him at the beginning of his career, but I genuinely believe he's gotten better as the years have gone and he's one of the best sort of star actors we have right now. So uh, I was interested in the casting choices. I was interested in who would play the Eleven. But at the very same time, you know, we as film critics have seen enough sports films, seen enough movies to know that The movie is not going to be some very journalistic, gritty sort of exploration of what happened behind the scenes during that World Cup or how India really won that World Cup. It was really going to be a regurgitation of what we already knew. And I'd seen those tapes so often that, you know, it was seared into my memory. So while watching this film, of course, with you and with everyone else in Delhi, uh, I was fairly disappointed as the film was going on. Of course, it was very easy to get carried away there. You know, they know how to hit your buttons. They go like the full hog most of the time. But I was also wondering if why there isn't more to this. Like, we know history. You can't keep amplifying it. You can't keep really... They were really... It was sort of an ABCD exercise for those who weren't very familiar with the 83 win, which means a lot of kids from this generation... A lot of people who aren't interested in cricket in general. So uh, it felt like the film was made for them. It felt like a very like uh, cricket for uh, you know uh, uh, beginners sort of uh, manual for most And I it and that was at this you know I was a little disappointed while watching it because of course the audience was reacting to it and uh, we watched it in a press screening so I knew that if the press is reacting to it this way the general audience will really sort of uh, gobble it up and you know I wasn't surprised to to know the reactions everywhere and I wasn't surprised to know we were in the minority maybe of sort of looking at the film at a very objective level and not getting carried away by the nostalgia by by the celebration of the World Cup win And I've seen that in almost every review and almost every reaction on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, You know, I've seen that like whole sort of, uh, this is the, you know, this is what we went through then. And finally someone has put it on screen. And I I don't know if that's enough. Our standards are pretty low in general when it comes to mainstream in the cinema. So, you know, 83 just reiterated what I already knew. And um, I didn't go in wanting to hate the film. It's just that the film really completely uh, sort of, really played into our hands in a way, and they uh, sort of really bolstering, I mean, reiterating our expectations of what mainstream indie cinema is today, and that's not a good thing. It was too easy to make. They did not take risks. It was too safe. Uh, it was pretty much like a documentary, b- but a re- with like a entire giant recreation of uh, a particular tournament. So yeah, of course, it, it was more or less the same thing as you went through, but yeah, I mean, I did go in with a sense of, you know, some hope. uh, Because, of course, we've not made a good cricket film for a very long time. Lagan and Iqbal were very far back. Tony, for me, was not a good film at all. And uh, Kaipo Chai wouldn't call a cricket film per se. So, you know, it's been a while and the wait continues.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you know, what's really off-putting about the whole thing is... I mean, for a film that is just, you know, uh, saying, repeating every 10 minutes that, you know, it's such a great celebration of Indian cricket and all of that, it is quite laughable how little the makers, and it's a point that I mentioned in the review as well, uh, or I may have cut from the original draft, but I I, I really wanted to make it, was that, you know, you get the sense that how little do they understand cricket itself? I mean, uh, and that's just based on the... uh, on, on the basis of examples that the film itself provides. You remember there was this one uh, Richards innings that they show where, you know, he's uh, apparently destroying the Indian bowlers and all of that. I and, remember there were four, four uh, 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 shots, I mean, very quick succession of Richards hitting boundary and all that. And then you see the score and it's 67 for one in 22 overs. And you're like, dude, seriously, um, what is happening? I mean, you know, it's. It, it's just terrible. I mean, there is just no sincerity in, in making the film. It is, they know that, that, all right, this is, these are the things that the audience will respond to. And uh, it really doesn't matter what, I mean, how much thought do we invest in it and all of that and what nostalgia. I don't understand this, dude. I, I, I actually am starting to get irritated of this word. Like I, we saw Nesthuni, right? Like the movie, we are of the same, this thing. That was also a World Cup. I don't think there was much nostalgia there. It was a terrible film, but MS Sony is actually far better than '83. I mean, I did Mm. not like MS Sony at all, but uh, at least this movie was just, I mean, I was just really shocked as to how blatant. I think the repetitions in the movie, the two things that stood out for me one is just blatant repetition. As I said, right, underdog, one, underdog, two, underdog, three, blah, blah, blah. Then they'll pick another subplot which is like ki Indians want respect, so Indians want respect one, Indians want respect two. It is crazy. It's a film that is, you know, it feels like it's programmed and there's just no fucking one. There's just no finesse to the whole thing. It is. I was just not moved at all and I find it so difficult right now. It's crazy. I just cannot understand why people will like this film. I know this sounds weird. But you know when you see films like Javari Metsegel. Or like I don't know whatever. Like really obviously bad films. And you're like how oh, sure everyone is going to hate it. I right. thought ATC was that. ATC is that. It is that terrible. I.
0: <sighs> Boss. I don't know. Okay, I seriously. A... <laughs> huh? Take a breath and sing. <laughs> I can't.
1: <laughs> can't comprehend. It's just. Because there's just such obvious flaws in writing, man. It's like, yeah, to take the whole press angle. What is that? I mean, you're just repeating scenes after every 25 minutes. You will have a press, uh, like whatever disrespecting the Indian team scene. It's you things just keep repeating. There is it's you can't take this nonsense seriously. It's a pretty bad movie. I don't know what people are watching in it. I didn't even enjoy the cricket in it. It's uh, just way too many close-ups or mid shots. Whatever. It's just no, It's not done well. I songs are terrible. Fucking terrible songs. I mean there is fuck, dude. Or take that kid-wala thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah Kids and underscore one Kids scene underscore two It's crazy Kids ki, uh, scene underscore father underscore one Fucking this is bullshit man It's like a movie is arranged into folders For so, folder folder click and you have like Five pdfs in it That's what this film is I, I find it very hard to believe What people are liking in it Anyway
0: uh, Yeah uh, no, no, yeah. I'm I, In a way, I, I mean, my head was going through the same sort of exasperated emotions that you're expressing right now. But say coming to the, obviously, to the reactions hmm. of the film, um, of course, I'm very sure that for me, the film was a really, really mediocre film. In fact, it was a bad film. And, uh, and I'm sure you're sure of the same, but... At some point in the last four or five days, did you ever wonder if we've watched... No, you have no fuck
1: that. No, no, not happening. Sorry, sorry. I'm cutting we you. Were, no, finish, finish. Your yeah,
0: yeah, no, no. We were literally the only maybe two sort of uh, critics who've gone after the film. Two, uh, actually, three. Uh, you know, so, I mean, at any point, did you wonder if we've, like didn't see something or did we miss something because that tends to happen with a few other films once in a year or twice in a year sometimes where you sort of wonder if you miss something in a film that others are seeing of course I got massively trolled I'm sure you did too for the reviews and uh, (laughs) I I did not not get trolled
1: actually I did not get trolled definitely not as much but I hardly got trolled in fact it was just so weird it was just so weird I yeah. was agreeing with people. I actually wanted to tweet about it. You know that you are in a very dark corner of the internet when you are agreeing with a Twitter handle, which is SSR underscore is alive mm-hmm. underscore <laughs> so three. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Maybe you are right about the other thing as well. Maybe there's a conspiracy. Anyway, sorry.
0: Yeah, I did yeah, not get told as much. Continue. I, huh. I, I got told a fair bit, obviously, because there's this whole very misguided reputation that I don't like anything and of course because there are a lot of film companion readers so uh, yeah I mean that's not the point as such like I don't care about the trolls as much but uh, you're right about the fact that there were a lot of like Akshay Kumar bots and SSR bots and Uh, something like that Yeah. yeah bunch of like you know rival actor or film boss yeah, that, yeah. that were really actually, actually starting to talk sense and I was like Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and, they're, and they're not just ranting against the film they're picking out things in the film that didn't work and I'm like great, uh, so then are we at their level or are they at our level so I'm just wondering yeah. like, and it and I agree it's a really dark space to be in and it's a sad space <laughs> to be in. so when you're obviously the exception rather than you know the norm and when you are uh, and people call you contrarian for the heck of it. You, I, I, I actually wrote a 1600 word review to justify why because Constantly, I knew for a fact ranting against it, sure, it's an art and it's I can do that for one or two paragraphs, but there, I have very sound reasoning as to why I, yeah. Dislike and all of the reasons you mentioned of course that one two three that entire folder clicking thing is very right the writing is very basic uh, uh you know and, and it's really hard to be nostalgic about something that is forcing it down your throat like they it reminded me of a tvf show on a very like a warped scale uh, uh where where they you know they're very clear about the fact that they, it's not a film. They, they are in the business of selling nostalgia. They didn't really make an effort with the storytelling or the narrative of it. And you're right about that. 67 for one or 67 for two. Even if you take into account the fact that back in 1983, going at four runs and over in a 60 over ODI match, not a 50 over, was still very aggressive. This wasn't even that. This was just the sight of Richards at the crease that the directors and the writers wanted the audience to understand that when he's at the crease, Anything is possible. So you make the match sound like they are going at 6 or 7 and over when they are actually going at 2.5 and, and over. Uh, uh, which, which was, you know, which was sort of, of course, as you said, it was disingenuous. And they did that a lot with the cricket. I didn't mind the action so much on the field. I'd, I'd have to admit also because I just watched Inside Edge 3 a couple of weeks ago and I reviewed it. Uh, and I've been watching a lot of how cricket has been progressing on screen in this web show. Uh, over the years and so for me there was a direct comparison to that show uh, and you're right about the close-ups and mid shots there were a lot of jerky moments and I was very curious about that cricket Info review you shared today uh, mm. on- and that was a very interesting point because that was the exact same thing I mentioned even in my review saying that 83 mm. actually had the advantage that Lagan did in a very weird sense because it, back in 83 The cricket was still not as professional and cutthroat as it was today, except the West Indies team per se. I think most uh, the Indians were sort of, they did look like a bunch of semi-professionals going to the World Cup, as did a lot of other Asian teams. So, uh, Lagan was obviously an extreme level of that. You have a bunch of villagers sort of getting together and beating a semi-pro amateur English team. Uh, of cricketers and everyone of different ages, different sizes. It was amateur cricket, village cricket, so to say, in a literal level. 83, the World Cup, they had the advantage of being able to make the cricket look not entirely professional. Like, I felt like, see, I wasn't around in the 83 World Cup, but I'd be fairly sure that if I were to compare the cricket played then, and now there'd be a world of difference. The bats, the balls, the actions, the fitness, uh, the 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 sort of stamina... All the things that modern technology have really mechanized right now weren't around then. So it was a cricket was still a little raw back then. And within that rawness, I did not mind what I saw, at least as far as you know the West Indian team was concerned, and little of the Indian team was concerned. Sure, there was a lot of mimicry going on uh, uh, as far as the actions were concerned and the technicalities were concerned. But uh, but in, in general, there were a few. Uh, there were a few switches of, you know, like for example, in in Inside Edge, there's never uh, a single scene in the entire show that shows the ball being delivered by the bowler and reaching the batsman in the single shot. Okay. Oh shit. What? Yeah, were, at least it was an improvement on that, even if they had stitched yeah. together the shots here, where you could see the jerk sometimes, or if someone edges, like Gavaskar was edging throughout the Yeah, that game. Gavaskar edging thing was, was quite decent, yeah. Yeah, they were getting, he was getting caught by the wicketkeeper and slips throughout the World Cup, like he was in full Ajinkya Rane mode in the World Cup, <laughs> and you sense that you know at least they're trying to make it look like one shot or one smooth action like we see in broadcast uh, cricket broadcast so which for me was still an improvement from what we've been seeing over the years that said I still have to say that at least the net practice sessions that I saw in Kaipocha is still the best cricket I've seen on screen in at least Hindi cinema for the longest time so you know I didn't have such a big problem I didn't want to dismiss the cricket that I saw but this film wasn't only about that, and you're very right about the fact that the peripheral uh, uh, vision of the film was literally nil. Like it was, it was literally like moral, uh, moral science students in standard ten writing up scenarios that would add up to the India that we see in 1983. And that entire, I didn't even get the point of you know showing Indra Gandhi and showing her sort of getting into the political. part when you don't even have the gumption to follow up on that by only putting showing us riots in a sort of Muslim village, you're not really, uh, uh, that is a very simplistic version that we've seen Kabir Khan do for quite a few years. It somehow worked in Bajagi Baijan because the entire film sort of was consistent in its simplicity. But in 83, it really stands out because you're, you're basically trying to say that that World Cup healed a country, which is wrong because 84 was a hellhole for India as a country and as a cricketing nation, because we lost for the next two or three years, West Indies destroyed us after that, uh, for the next one or two years, they came to India and destroyed us, so it's not, that, that hindsight, that 83, that the filmmakers in 2019 or 2020 used to make 83 is too obvious, the hindsight is too, like, literal, and you cannot make a historical film by acting like you knew what happened next in every scene. You have to make it like even the filmmakers and the actors and the characters didn't know what's going to happen in the next scene. And of course, that's too much to expect from, you know, a big Bollywood film like this.
1: Yeah, I mean, just a quick point about the whole cricket thing. So there are two things there. Um, when the film wasn't working for me uh, because of the various uh, uh, things, reasons reason that uh, both you and I, we just discussed, Uh, Cricket then for me was the... I mean, the last refuge in the movie... Thinking that, all right, A lot of stuff would be based on cricket and all of that... Because, well... That is what the World Cup is... Uh, Sorry, that's what the film is about... And then... When the cricket did not work for me... And there were two things... I just like... I would have liked the whole thing to... uh, The whole thing... To have been a bit loser... I mean, it's a bit too tight... Framing-wise... When they're showing matches and all of that... And I understand that's there... Because I am obviously... I mean, like you watched broadcast cricket for like almost three decades now so but i mean uh, and i'm not saying that film has to follow the real life thing but when you're cre- like you can also create your own method or whatever but it just doesn't did not work for me at all i mean for most times the few good things that you said that about the whole gavaskar make some bits about the net practice and all all of that are nice what i really was hoping was some improvement over ms Tony. Which actually I thought was decent. I mean, you get this whole sense of MS Dhoni hitting helicopter uh, shots even in like uh, uh, when he's a, like uh, a guy in his early twenties in Ranchi or in matches and all of that. I think the obviously digitally CGI'd some matches and all of that uh, quite heavily. But there were some proper shots and all of that. But I so I thought I mean obviously five years have passed and I mean uh, uh, technology is improving uh, quite rapidly year by year. But then I just did not see any improvement. And I just was very pissed off with the whole side-on angle yaar. Matlab, it's this, I I just are you know, difficult for me. There's some things that are well done, but it was very limited. And then that's the thing, right? Like, well, uh, you know, just adding a few things to that whole plot that you're talking about, the Indra Gandhi mm. Navapur uh, plot. It is what is it saying? It's saying that okay, cricket bridges all divide, uh, which you actually gave two great examples. So one. <clears throat> The whole thing, yeah, 1984 happened next year, yeah. I mean, it just, what? And that didn't, it didn't even come to my mind. But yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, of I don't know why am I, why am I laughing. But, you know, it's crazy. Uh, it's uh, just, and even if we, even, even if we uh, remove that uh, uh, really terrible blot uh, on India's conscience, let's just assume for a second it didn't happen. Even then, what is it saying? That, you know, cricket bridges community, that's like, second grader would be like ki i'm obviously in 2021 writing a, i don't know an essay about the country or something and just or if kapil dev has made 175 then you have pr mansing going to a fucking terrace and then doing you know saluting and then the national flag i was yeah. like fuck why not fucking get the tanks and the army people inside the stadium and let's i don't know it's just insane so it's really difficult to take this film, you know, it's again, I keep using the word seriously. Yeah. It's a silly film, which is not, it's it's not a problem, but then it's trying so hard to be something, I mean, I don't know, inspirational, larger than life. It's, uh, it's just, it's, it's uh, but it's quite, uh, it's quite silly. And especially when you see, like, the uh, the bits at the start, the whole 67 for 1 in 22 hours. Sorry, I'm harping on this, but it's you, you It feels quite disingenuous, you don't get the sense that, and one more thing, I mean, if these people, uh, not if, they, uh, uh, Kabir Khan and the makers and uh, uh, of 83, they had a lot of access to the, the, the mm. team members and all of that, what new insight are they giving? It's absolutely none. I mean, or almost absolutely none. You know, I I learned that Krishna Machari Sikan was a, almost a chain smoker or whatever heavy smoker. TK. but you know it's crazy. I I, I was reading something about um, something I think Balwinder Singh Sandhu said or whatever that you know the the the, the makers were very this thing about uh, they were very particular about details and all of that. They would even ask us that okay by this point of time in the match how dirty the pants would pants would have been and stuff like that. And like, boss, if you're going to that much detail purportedly, I'm I'm sure you could have come up with so many other things which were I'm sure very, very interesting. Or you know, it's just it's very, very strange. You have all the access in the world, you have all the resources in the world, you have Everything sure you want to make a Masala movie, sure you want to make a movie that revels in nostalgia and all of that. That's not a problem at all. I mean, you sure why not? it's just out there for taking the moment you wanted to make a movie on a subject like this? It's obvious that what you want to do, which is fine. That's not a problem, obviously. But the way the film goes about in achieving those things, I and mean, I absolutely was not moved at all during the World Cup final match or the semi-final match, or it's it's just uh you have these bomb shelling,s then you have like this phone. Call. Why? Why are you doing all of these things, boss? You are not doing it well. And why is it there? First of all, it's just uh,
0: it's yeah, yeah. And the main thing is all these things that you're talking about, like this this the shelling at the border and the and the kid and they are also very <gasps> bad executed on a very yeah exactly filmmaking level. They're badly acted and executed. So it's basically it. 83 has such a massive screenplay problem. It's unstructured. It's it's just not, it's just a bunch of wignets put together. And that is, of course, what I found very sort of surprising and a little amusing when, you know, when the film, obviously, as we are noticing right now, it's not doing as well at the box office as people expected it to. And honestly, oh, really? even yeah. I, yeah, I you, didn't and me, you and me expected it to be a massive. Hit, yeah, was like 20 days ago and uh, yeah. uh, of course a uh, return to the cinemas in a way every other film is now but if Surya Manchi made so much money sold 83 and a lot of film and from the reactions I saw on my social media and in general from friends who watched it I was pretty sure it's going to break a quite a bit few of records because also spider-man just came a week before and already broke yeah. a lot of being a Hollywood film so I was like the time is right but it's not been doing as well as people expected to in fact some people are calling it a commercial flop which the numbers are also saying it is because it's uh, the main problem is too much money has been invested in 83 the scale has mattered because I hear the budget was over 200 crore Uh, so it's always always difficult to make up that money uh, especially in the middle of a pandemic that is coming back and theaters are closing again all over the country and now obviously a lot of people are blaming the covid situation for 83 sort of not doing well over the last few days but i don't think that is the case because i think the case is a very fundamental sort of problem with 83 that that is it so unabashedly sort of really uh, revels in being mediocre and having a basic screenplay that there are only so many people Uh, uh, a certain generation that will be taken by it beyond that if a film only tries to be a feeling and forgets how to be a film then you know it it, in a way I hate to sound like that guy but the audiences rejected uh, uh, the film or not rejected maybe didn't give it much of a chance say like a lot of other mass entertainers is because it was neither here nor there you know it was neither as bad as say a Suryavanchi it was neither as good as say it should have been For a film about cricket, for a film with Ranveer Singh in it, for a film about such an important moment in history, in cricket history. Uh, It's the most basic and it's the most, it's sort of a low hanging fruit for a lot of, uh, you know, as far as the filmmaking is concerned. So I'm not entirely surprised that it isn't doing well. Uh, And I find it also a little weird that, you know, now, we are wondering what is wrong with Bollywood or what is Hindi cinema or with Bollywood audiences. I don't think we need to feel bad for a film like 83 or we don't need to feel sympathy for the makers or for the people involved in it. Sure, they had to wait two years to get it released. It was supposed to release last March, like most other films. Uh, mm. And But I don't think we are supposed to treat it like an underdog that you know, sort of a Bechara film that didn't get its due. I'm sorry, it's going to come on Netflix or Hotstar very soon. It's going to, uh, they are going to pay a good 200, 300 crores. that. So maybe that's Netflix company.
1: and Hotstar. That's uh, what or the- maybe-
0: <laughs> yeah, Who <knows>? and, <laughs> and they are going to make up their money, get their profits there. It's not about feeling bad and looking at Bollywood. Oh, there's a systemic problem in audiences or in uh, Hindi cinema or in the relationship between them. No. I'm sorry, 83 is a bad film. That's why it's not doing well. Sometimes it's as simple as that.
1: So how much has the movie made till now? I did not know this. Actually, I'll look it up after a call. But uh, do
0: you know? It's not made a lot of money. It's no. I don't think it's reached 100 crore yet either. So you know, it's oh, it's wow. one of. Yeah, it's a little surprising, and I wouldn't say it's down to COVID because theaters have been open all over the country till yesterday. Uh, mm. So you know. I mean Delhi theaters only closed now. So uh, and it's not like people are adhering to COVID restrictions and all, it's just that now numbers are rising. So people may think twice about going to theaters. But I don't think it was the case last week. Even when I was in Delhi with you guys, it 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 felt like mm. people we were going to watch films almost, you know, we would go to watch films without batting an eyelid. So it, yeah. it's not it's not a mentality that's stopping people. It is something more than that. It is maybe not a repeat watch, maybe it is just a celebration. So people don't treat it as a film. They just want to feel something again. They come back having felt it, forget it. And that's the film, basically.
1: But what what do you sort of explain the adulation by, I mean, almost all Hindi film critics? I was quite baffled. I I mean, I've been reviewing for uh, seven plus years like you. Uh I don't think I've been this baffled ever. Uh, especially with respect to an Indian film. I mean, obviously, there are... I've been in minority for some films. You've been in minority for some films. It's it's fine. And even if, like, like let's say, I can say October. I'm sure you can come up with something else and all of that, right? But there as well, you understand. I mean, obviously. But yeah. uh, but either way, this is... Uh, ETC, I was just quite shocked. I was really shocked. I am not kidding. I mean, uh, I've never had a dissonance so fundamental since the time I've been reviewed, because what do you think explains this? I mean, uh,
0: I I think about it, like, see, first of all, you and me, we have major imposter syndrome at most times. I think like a lot of uh, our generation, I think we've sort of grown up trying to, I mean, making a mark in this certain field and then. When a film like this comes along with a such a major dissonance with the rest, not just our generation, all generations of critics, I can't mm, really yeah. on it. Like, I'm seeing like a five-day total of 58 crores, by the way, if you wanted the specifics. Oh, which is, wow. Which is really not good in any, you know, if you look at mm. it from Uh Sure, it's like COVID film. Huh?
1: a film like this kind of earns 58 crores in its first weekend, which, by the way, till then was quite okay. I mean, you know, it's only in the last day or two that Omicron cases and as it happens in COVID, two days is like two months. But I remember uh, till its first weekend, which would be what, 26th December, things were okay-ish, as in like, you know, cases wise and all of that. So even taking that into account, I would say it's underperformed.
0: But yeah, yeah, back to Yeah, I mean, back to, you know, the whole critics thing, Um, I I feel like a lot of us have been willing to be carried away or suspended by the disbelief of a film like 83 because, you know, it's more of a symbol than a film. Like, first of all, it was supposed to release last year. Uh, Now, one and a half or almost two years later, uh, with like big budget releases finally coming into theatres. I feel like, you know, people uh, also nostalgia has become a big deal in the last one and a half years. I'm not sure how much uh, I've been watching a lot of web shows too. And, you know, I've I've been watching a lot of films short TVF have been doing it for years now, but nostalgia has really been lapped up in the last one and a half years for obvious reasons. We've all been stuck in our various situations. We've all gone through enough in the as in general, as society, as humanity in the last one and a half, two years. So obviously filmmakers and artists have started to realize that there's a the market for nostalgia is bigger than ever before so i feel like before even going to into the film or even sort of just hearing that the film's going to release on christmas which when American films used to release a lot of big films used to release in the last weekend of the year that sense of normalcy i feel like have really has really sort of tided over a lot of our not you, yours and mine but a lot of the community's sort of emotions in favor of the film even before it released and i feel like there's uh, the positive a lot of positive reviews if you look at it if you read some of them they are admitting in a very weird way that it's actually not a good film but they are willing to get carried away by the nostalgia of it by the feeling of it by the, by the history of it. Like, 83 itself was such a great story. It's not, the filmmakers <laughs> actually dumbed it down. Like, made it less miraculous by making it into a bad film. But 83 on its own was such a great story. Such a once-in-a-lifetime story. Uh, that, you know, you, you can only compare with, say, some someone like, I mean, Leicester City winning the English Premier League in 2015. It's, these stories only come once-in-a-lifetime. So, obviously, like, when you see a film going to come on it or going to be made on it, it's a lot about, you know, what it already is, then what it will become. And a lot of the reviews actually admit that there is no rationale behind loving a film and their feelings towards the film because there are a lot of broad strokes, there are a lot of, and most of them have actually mentioned the same flaws that we have. What I saw as the only difference is those flaws for us was a deal breaker and they were not a deal breaker for a lot of other critics. A lot of other critics were willing to, and a lot of other general audiences were willing to uh, sort of get carried away by the broader picture of it all, by the truth that already existed in 83 and a film was just telling it what already existed, no matter how bad it was. For us, the, all these broad strokes were a deal breaker as it should be in my in my eyes and your eyes. But I noticed that in a lot of reviews that the, the specifics were not very different from we wrote. It's just that the emotions were very different.
1: Yeah, that's a very, very eloquent... Uh... I think a very well argued summary. I mean there's nothing to argue with this. there's just me and you, uh, but I don't have any opinions on it and I was actually just wondering out loud, uh, but I hadn't done as ma- I haven't read as many reviews. I- I'll probably uh, that's something on my mind. but uh, but yeah, I think that's very well put even even without having read the reviews, I can have say apart from one or two, i I broadly I think agree with you because it's impossible to not see right. I mean, you're seeing that uh, it's all, uh, you know, hammer and repeat sort of a style. It's, uh, it's impossible to deny the film is bad at a mathematical level that, you know, I can pinpoint scenes. I mean, and they, those will be at least 20 to 25. Which should just not be there. So I think that part is beyond arguable. Uh, so yeah. And I mean, how do you even defend? I noticed in a reviewer two as well. That ah, it's a bit loud or it's a bit whatever. And it's... But okay, whatever. You have then 750 words about your feelings and your this thing uh, about World Cup or memories or I don't know what, man. It's weird. It's really very weird. You can't do that. It's... Uh, Big, and, and see that's the problem right like say uh, uh, again going back to the folder analogy yeah. let's say I mean so movies can have folders I don't have a problem here I give you that as well okay but now the problem is folder there how many folders and how many files should a, an individual folder contain right that's where the problem is and that's where my fundamental bafflement comes from which again uh, i'll repeat uh, you explained quite well and makes sense to me now that why certain things were a deal breaker why it wasn't although i mean that really doesn't improve my perception because i mean it's not as if there's just one or two things or or the seven or five scenes or 10 scenes or something or once uh, one subplot is bad or something is off but others are okay it's no I mean, banter is okay. Ranveer you know, Singh is fine. But how much? I you can't... So, this is quite disappointing, I'll say. I mean, this is a very tricky part because you're talking about your peers and all of that and you don't want to sound disrespectful. Whatever, right? It's 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 yeah. uh, it's just one of those things. But I'm just very surprised. It's uh, And I will not hide that. Fact. And I'll absolutely not hide the fact that I really do feel that if at all there's such a thing, I think it's, this is... In large parts, I think this is objectively bad filmmaking. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing to say. And I, I just, I, I don't know why people can't see uh, uh, what we can. And it's uh, its a weird thing to say. It may sound very uh, arrogant and all of that, especially we have dis- disagreements between you and me mm. well, year after year. Obviously, there will be some and all of that. But you don't go around making these kinds of statements. Uh, but this one was very disappointing yeah? and more disappointing, I would say, was the reaction of the people. I mean, yeah. if it is this easy to fool people, including critics, uh, it's a very dark future for Hindi cinema, very, very dark. I mean, though, there is this... Uh, Islamophobic or saffronization, whatever gang that with the which produces say Bhoj or Tan Tanaji and many films. That is what industry going on there. The industries of the Agni Hotris, Kangnas, and a bunch of others. Now you have this inspirational industry that which is politically nice and progressive or whatever, but it is it's quite bad. I mean, on a for a very very different reason. I think if this is the thing, if this kind of such blatant formulaic filmmaking which is also so thoughtless and lazy if this is garnering all sorts of it's it's yeah. it's tough
0: yeah i agree and like that i mean it's i'm glad you put it in perspective in the sense that there are different kinds of filmmaking in Hindi cinema going on and even if this is the better like the lesser evil it's still an evil Mm. in a way like it's still mediocre filmmaking if it's not mediocre storytelling Uh, even if it's intentions aren't bad like say uh, the, the, the Saffronization films that you mentioned and that most of Akshay Kumar and Ajay Devgan's filmography, um, you know, these are uh, these are bad in their own way. So just because you hate one cannot doesn't automatically imply that you must like the other. And I feel like that may also be a reason why a uh, lot of people are uh, not minding or liking 83 so much, saying at least it's not as bad as Suryavanchi. We'd rather have this blockbuster than that blockbuster. You know, it, so it's, I really feel like I don't think our standards should be that low that we should accept one at the cost of the other and say that okay at least this is there. We should be demanding more from our industry from from our cinema and from the Hindi cinema we've grown up watching and it's been getting progressively worse year by year. I feel like it's Kind of lyrically fitting that 83 rounds of a year in Hindi cinema that will widely be known as the worst year in the last two decades. Yeah. Like, oh my God.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Back- Actually, uh,
1: Rahul, uh, sorry to interrupt. You first yeah. finished. And then I think we have spoken about, like, whatever, uh, if you have more points, we can for the next 10, 15, 20 minutes, but I'll just talk about the year roundup as well. But yeah, uh, you first finish it's your a, point.
0: That's a, that's a good idea. No, I have nothing more to yeah. add about 83 itself. But sure. this is what I wanted to segue into, that it is huh. only app that 83 finishes off this year, where honestly, like you and me, we started reviewing and. Two thousand fourteen, we've been watching Bollywood films for a very long time. Of course, we've yeah. had our golden years, you know, 2012, 2015, when we were reviewing was a very good year. Yeah,
1: remember, we
0: to, remember, we used to struggle making year end a list, top ten lists, saying yeah. how many to put into one list. And here, when you're trying to come up with a top five in Hindi cinema alone, now if you notice, they are all Indian lists because you cannot <laughs> make <up laughs> your the- <nine. laughs> <laughs> Like you you had to make an Indian list. You cannot make yeah. the cinema list. Yeah. An, so, yeah. I mean, it's a good time to talk about the year in general. I don't think it'll take a while because it's been <laughs> the most disappointing year in my career as a film critic.
1: You know, it's crazy. And uh, I'll, I'll I'll just repeat for the listeners what I told you when you were here, uh, which is that uh, I think a month or two ago, you uh, had said that, man, this is such a terrible year. For, uh, for Hindi cinema, I think. And I thought, what is he talking about? We have had such, I mean, great films this year. <laughs> uh, I don't know, so I had like... Uh, so weirdly, I mean, given that I'm a Nordi uh, Amit or whatever, I had co-opted disciple as Hindi cinema, TK. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but yes, he obviously. But, but, but let's just say cinema, right? Like say Indian cinema or whatever. Or maybe Hindi cinema or Joby. <laughs> so I was like, there's disciple. There is of course milestone, which is again quite contentious as to how, <laughs> how much his <Hindi> details. <laughs> you know, that is. I mean uh, there's a really unambiguous ones. Huh? I think there's something that we said around Sadhar Sri. Uh, obviously, there's Sardarudham. Obviously, there is Kni. Obviously, there is, as I said, there's disciples, this my milestone. I'm sure there will be quite a few. And it's only when a few days ago I started to actually think about it. And one of the one of the first things that I do is I essentially go through my archives. Because uh, I obviously review almost all big Hindi films and Hindi films and all of that, which release released and uh, or, or, are available for streaming. And I was very surprised because, you know, um, if you remember, we started off the year with something like Thunder," which you and others liked. I did not like as, uh, it as much, but there were things that obviously I, I quite appreciated. Things uh, There were other things that I was disappointed by and all of that. So I was like, you know, TK, this is the level at which we have reached. That, uh, you know, obviously uh, that there is uh, uh, some kind of uh, 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 disagreement among critics as usual, but even like the uh, level of disappointments are quite, I mean, uh, nuanced in the sense that key, yeah, it's not very uh, this thing. And overall, I mean, sure, even if it doesn't work for you, you can't say that, oh, it's downright terrible and all of that. It wants to say something It it, it is saying in a certain way and all of that. But then I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, and it's very weird because if I would have had to make a list of Hindi films, just, uh, poof, I don't know. I mean, uh, weird things like Puglet and all of that, which I was decent, sure. But it's not really something that you want to put it in your list at the end of the year because it was not that striking. It's a decent, like, slice of life ish uh, comedy, whatever, but uh, which has some flaws uh, towards the end and all of that. But no, it's not something that you really. And, and then I started to think about stuff and I was like, oh my God, this has been a ter- terrible year. I mean, really terrible year. Uh, I, I mean, it's a list. Uh, I mean, if you're if you're talking about ten films out of which you're making, uh, 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 you're reaching the number ten by including. I mean, some obvious uh, choices which went to film festivals abroad. I mean, and by abroad, I mean I essentially mean Venice and all of that. In case of uh, uh, both disciple, disciple even won an award. I don't think milestone won anything, but it it, it also screened at uh, at Venice. So it's. Uh, and so, I mean, you obviously think that these are quote-unquote acclaimed film festival uh, movies and all of that. So, okay. But uh, if it were not for those two movies, uh, and uh, that really is tricky because uh, for a film like Milestone to release in theatres, I I have my doubts. I mean, it would have been a really limited release is what I what I would like to think. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, it's uh, yeah two or three movies actually you can't even make a top five and that's when i realized that it is uh, <coughs> it is quite bad so much so that to include a movie in the list i had to watch uh, a few films which i had at the back of my mind which was say uh, cinema bandi which was say the great indian kitchen i had just missed Watching these two when they came out, but I obviously knew about Great energy, Obviously, a lot of people had written Cinema Bandhi, not a lot, but some had written, and I knew that it. Uh, I'd seen this trailer then, and it looked interesting to me, but uh, yeah, so so things were that bad. Uh, I don't think in any other year I would have had to think about, you know, I think in, it's kind of quite crazy. Last year, I made a list of top 10 Hindi films. Yeah. You know, because I don't like to get into the whole Indian category because there's just so many languages, so many movies. Just, you are always thinking that I must have missed this or that, which includes this year as well. So Hindi is more, I mean, I, I feel that I'm being more honest. And it's insane. Last year, I included 11 things. I mean, I, I, I saw that Amazon uh, COVID anth- anthology towards the end. And I was like, yeah, this is decent enough to merit uh, this thing. And it was, that uh, but so uh, last year was ten Hindi films. I think. Uske pehle I'd been doing uh, uh, Hindi films. 2016 I had to do like uh, 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 Indian films because again I, I think there's not much that year. But yeah, it's uh, at what point did you start to think that boss, this is this is not a good year at all because this actually came. This was a plot twist to me. I was I, I don't know why I just thought that has a very good year. A decent year. I I don't know my my mind. I think I just been clouded by the disciple. It is just crazy. It's uh, actually also very nice that uh, uh, I like a film so much, but but yeah, I don't know uh, when did you have an uh, uh, an inkling or or just a very definite idea that Boss, this year is just yeah. you know it's done. We are 150 for four seven in I don't know <laughs> thirty five hours or something yeah, like that.
0: Yeah, to see to be brutally honest, like it's very obvious. I review a lot. Yeah, right? a lot exactly. Of, yeah,
1: that's yeah a yeah
0: lot yeah. Of Hindi web shows, right? That, <laughs> I mean, it's my like, as you yeah, said, it's, it's possible to make a definitive Indian film because we can't be honest enough there. But Hindi cinema yeah. is something I can speak of with utmost authority. especially. Yeah, yeah. Like. So the thing is, if you review so much, like the way I mm. do, it's very mm. obvious that you can see a pattern faster than others. Like you will immediately realize that, okay, I am spent and it's only June. Like it has to oh, go fuck. from here. It has to go up. And <laughs> in my mind, I was very clear Disciple was not a Hindi film. Like as much as we mm. want to, you know, as much yeah, as no, we no, want to it. Because no, it, came it's out, not. it came out on Netflix, uh, Milestone and Disciple within a week of each other. So obviously we were very yeah. happy then. But mm. the, the yeah. you know, I mean, the bare truth was that Hindi cinema was still no. So the funny part is my favorite Hindi quote unquote film uh, uh, of the year was Milestone. And it is technically a Punjabi film. Uh, it is mm, yeah, exactly. Punjabi language film, and my favorite Hindi quote-unquote web show of the year was Tabar. Again, it is exactly. primarily a Punjabi language web show. E- so exactly. that means so much, right? And my favorite performance was also Pavan Malodra, and he does not speak a line of Hindi in that film in the series. <laughs> yeah, so, like it that itself says a lot. And I had an inkling from June onwards that boss mm. this year can only get better from here, and. Oh, God, it got worse from there. Like, in fact, some mm. of the only films on the list are pre-June and pre-July, if you look yeah. at it. Like, it and it was that kind of year. Like, for me, it started with Ram Prasad Ki teri, which I really liked. And I thought, this is a promising start to the year. Uh, mm. You know, it, it might just... Uh, and Paglaith was more or less a like-for-like film and I liked Ram mm. a lot more in the same genre and I like this will make the top 10 at the end of the year as it turns out it makes the top 5 at the end of the year but the other 4 yeah. films one of them is technically a Punjabi language film, one of them is technically a short film in an anthology uh, then the Shedni and Sardar Udham. Uh and it's just very difficult to you know I kind of like Sandeep or Pinky Farad so I'd have to put that in my top 5 but then mm. it Imagine if I have to really think about it, and San- Sandeep Puri, Pinky, Ferrar in another year would not have made the top five for me at all. But it—it yeah. just—I'm thinking of that as the films I only liked this year. There is only maybe Disciple, as you said very rightly. I absolutely loved, and it will never leave my head for the next ten or twenty years. But uh, uh, you know, I—I really loved Milestone too. But again, that's the topmost film from Hindi film for me this year. And uh, we've seen a lot of releases on the streaming platforms and in theaters in between the first and second wave, there was a few. And, you know, if there was ever a symbol of Hindi cinema at its worst, it's the fact that Rajkumar Rao, who used to make every top acting list at the end of the year by doing a single film or a single cameo in 2016-17, he has done three films this year and he was bad in all three of them and the films were bad too. Like it's that. Like it's I mean, he was in White Tiger too. He was the worst part of White Tiger, and he was the uh, and he, he did like <laughs> yes. Ui, which was a terrible film. He did like this this terrible recent film that he did. So after three, he's done these kind of films. And if someone like Rajkumar Rao is doing films and not qualifying for any acting list or any film list for that matter, and Pankaj sipati for that matter, what was he doing in eighty three? You know what was yeah. what was he doing in a lot of other. Uh, sh- there was i saw this here.
1: Yeah. there was this another thing uh, that i did not like Pankas tripathi in recently uh damn yeah uh yeah me or too i was just like he was whatever but yeah i mean uh, yeah I yeah, finished uh, this and then i have a question to ask
0: yeah Go i on. mean though, no, both of them for me were on autopilot you know and both of them if you remember they sort of broke out technically in the same year yeah. Especially with Newton and and Mirzapur and a bunch of other things. And Trapped and also it was a golden like I thought it was a start of something really special. Especially with both of them and Nawaz on the rise, you know. But then, you know, it's been this kind of year. Like, Nawaz had a great year last year. He has had nothing to do this year. And, of course, you can't blame someone for not having releases. But people like Rajkumar Rao, Pankaj Shipati, who should be really pushing the boundary who should be improving the level of cinema and acting in this in the industry in general uh, they, they aren't even in like in our sort of conscience while making these lists at the end of the year so yeah that is symbolic of the year you know for me if nothing else
1: I have a question for you hmm. so uh, you know you were talking about that, uh, that when you watch so uh, uh, much stuff as much as you do and you write on them as well uh, there was this one question that I wanted to ask you which was about uh, and, and given that you have seen much more stuff there than I have uh, and I was wondering about it for quite some time but uh, you said something which sparked this question in my head so I have this question about the Indian web, uh, web series All right? right, now you especially this year have seen much more uh, than what I did uh, and, um, and I think even cumulatively if we say uh, you can obviously come up with a much more uh, bigger quantum. Tell me this: what's... Have you been, been able to detect uh, a pattern there? Uh, like, overarchingly, not specific to any genre or something, but just just in a way of thinking or conceiving these uh, web shows. Uh, is there a pattern? What is that definitive... Uh, some co- commonalities that come to your mind, which again cut across genres, that's one. the second is... I kind of know the answer to this, but obviously, I mean, uh, if you have any thoughts on this, uh, feel free to chime in uh, uh, here as well, which is essentially about, you know, we thought that <clears throat> longer longer format of storytelling will liberate our uh, uh, storytellers in so many ways. And obviously, there are some very good examples of that. Uh, we have made some very good web shows that's not a, the, the uh, uh, taking nothing away from certain filmmakers uh, like that obviously but uh, but you know there was uh, at least I had this renewed sense of hope I'm sure you, you did as well and and so numerous others audiences and critics uh, 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 included that is uh, that we thought that you know the, the standards will now improve the makers will have to challenge themselves more and sometimes we see that say even if uh, uh, something like an aranyak doesn't work you obviously won't say that this is uh, that uh, this is as bad as a terrible Bollywood movie. Obviously, yeah. it's not. It's it's flawed in a very different way, and I'm very okay with those kind of flaws. I mean, it's uh, because the default has to improve and all of that, and which we thought that uh, that would definitely be the case in 2021. With a with a disclaimer that I haven't seen as much, uh, I actually got a sense that that's no longer true. Uh, so anyway, I want your views on both the questions. Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
0: I mean, I can go on the second question first. Like 2020 mm-hmm. for web shows, you, you are basically saying that it it wasn't like as uh, strong as 2020, or as it uh, it hasn't. Yeah, ever- just. Yeah, wasn't as strong just in general. I mean, not comparing it with 2020
1: per se, uh, but yeah, you can compare as well. uh, 2020 had much more. But just a general sense, I got that uh, the web shows are perhaps no longer a thing that we should be pinning our hopes on as strongly as I thought I would.
0: Is, right. was, yeah. is the general sense I mean yeah you're fairly right about that because see the thing is 2020 was a banner year for web shows like yeah, it was it's great. very difficult to replicate it was basically the 2012 for Bollywood like it was yeah. it was that kind of year like you could not come up with like three or four better shows uh, uh in in an entire decade if you wanted like if 2020 ka web shows will still stand as the best web shows of the decade if we look 10 years down the line. It's yeah, that so. kind of year and it was leaps and bounds from 2017 when I was actually struggling to make a best five web shows list and when Inside Edge actually mm. made my best five because there <laughs> were so many. Yeah. I mean there yeah. were so many so 2020 I was spoiled for choice. I think a lot of us watched all the big web shows last yeah. year and we were I think it, I'm, very, I'm very glad that everyone sort of reviewed and watched it because uh, it yeah. was a special year for long-form uh, Hindi storytelling. Two thousand and twenty-one, of course, in comparison, it did not hold up. Obviously, it could be also a lot of production problems because two thousand and twenty was pretty much closed yeah. down uh, because of COVID and all. But at the same time, I you know I still feel there is hope in. Like in the long format in the Hindi web shows, especially, mm. I feel like there is still progress being made. Like, for example, as you mentioned, a, f- a show like Aranyak is an honorable failure. You know, if you look at mm. it, it's yeah, not the yeah. kind of failure you can dismiss. And mm. that did not even make my top five this year. So it mm. says a lot. Like any other year apart from last year, Aranyak would have made like a top five Hindi web yeah. shows because it's a you know, it's a different. It's a very atmospheric, nice, textural sort of series which gets messed up with its, you know, uh, plotting and all. But it was fairly likable in that sense. It was a very noirish, nice effort. And... Uh, it kind of, uh, sorry to interrupt, uh, it kind of reminded
1: me of that Tapaka uh, uh, Amazon thing. Uh, I'm forgetting what it's called. It was, uh, uh, it, the Last
0: Hour. The last hour.
1: Huh, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, yeah. go
0: on, go on. And so, uh, again, that that web show, the Amazon one you mentioned, The Last Hour, uh, that that too, you know, honorable sort of uh flawed series, but uh, again, you have, and then I you are Tandav at the beginning of the year, so all these values yeah. really make your list in the end, but you can still say that the average, the me, mean sort of quality yeah. of the web uh scene right now is far higher than the Hindi film sort of scene right now. Why the the explanation is very obvious because the web shows are made for a web space. A lot of Hindi films are struggling to sort of adapt their parameters, say artistically and intellectually to the web space because we are watching a lot of Hindi films on the web space now. I'm not talking about the ones that have been procured by Netflix and the ones that were supposed to release in theaters but got bought by these platforms, but the originals themselves. So I feel like a lot of Hindi filmmakers are still struggling to sort of Figure out their language for the web space, but whereas the web filmmakers, the ones who were already wanting to make long-form web shows, already had it pat down. Like, like people, like sort of uh, the the people who made like uh, you know Arya and the people who made like uh, Pata Lok. I, I you know there might be a Pata 2 also down the line. Panchayak 2 down the line next year. So it, it's those things that they they already had those ambitions and they already had their language very clear. So. I'm not surprised that the web space is still quite strong. Like for me, this this year was still quite, you know, I, I still, Family Man 2 was a very good web show. Like in any yeah. other year, it would have stood up. And it's actually a sophomore, it's it's a sequel to, to a very original sort of series. And Family Man, I remember, was one of your favorite web shows. Uh, yeah. so, so, you know, if, if you have shows like that in the year, uh, then, you know, you can actually say that it, it's still there like there are still flaws like a lot of it's still being used as a very minor dumping ground for what bollywood cannot make like a lot of stars are trying their hands at long form yeah. storytelling and they are not exactly succeeding and uh, it's because they are finding it difficult to adapt to the language of you know this modern sort of television era like for example i didn't find ravina tandon's performance great in aranyak because yeah, it wasn't it wasn't it. yeah it was I still it felt like good. Still being weighed down by uh, a lot of bad habits that she may have had in the 90s or 2000s. So, but she tried, you know, and and you can... And I was very surprised by Sushmita Sen in Arya, too, because she followed up with Arya, which was, uh, again, a very surprising effort. But now we are not surprised anymore. She's actually very good at long-form sort of narratives. And she's... And it's something that, you know, uh, Bollywood filmmakers never knew how to really utilize. So to coming, coming to your first question, that's the pattern I see in web shows in 2021, in 2020, in the last two years, that the one thing that they figured out of, there have been massive failures, there have been massive successes. Uh, there have been a lot of compromises and with the censoring going on and all, there might be lesser risk taken in the future. But yeah. the one thing that I do see is that they figured out or they are at least trying to use our actors differently or the talent differently. The casting industry has really pushed uh, pushed uh, the the art of, say, perform. I mean, the art of performance is the, they they've sort of blurred the lines between stardom and acting for a lot of... Uh, and a lot of people we used to only watch in indie films at festivals like Mami or indie films in general are now finding, like, mainstream stardom in web shows. And that's a good thing. Like, people like Rasika Dugal and Shweta party and all were only uh, they were only sort of um, uh, in, in in the indie scene, big in the indie scene for the longest time. The web space has given an outlet to the talent and mainstreamized it. And they found a way also to utilize old talents like Shushmita Sen and uh, a couple of others. Like even, uh, I mean, there have been really, like I, I like Saif Khan in Tandav and and I feel like, and I, I, you know, Nawaz also does well in the long format. So a lot of them are at least coming towards the web space and trying something different. And the directors, the filmmakers are finding ways to utilize and to optimize uh, the talent that Bollywood has so often messed up with. And I feel like that we talked about this last year with Scam uh, 1992, that the casting industry has revolutionized it. And the the effects, the, the, the best effects of the casting industry, you see only in the web space where every character has an arc, every character matters. And you are bound to remember them. And it's very nice to see that a lot of actors as rooting for five or six years ago that not a lot of people knew about, that not a lot of people could talk about in dinner conversations or over drinks are now actually the stars in the web space. And it's good. Even flawed shows like Mirzapur and Inside Edge are putting people, uh, are putting some really serious acting talent to the forefront. And I think this will serve us well in the future, whether it be in the web space, or in the Hindi film space. I don't know about Hindi films as much anymore. Because I think people are starting to figure out. Like I really like Mumbai Diaries. Like uh, you know another web show. I like this year. Yeah. On Amazon 2611. <laughs> which was surprisingly headed by. Um, uh, by uh, the. Kalonawa maker. Um, sorry I forgot his name. Yeah. Uh, Nikhil yeah, Advani. Nikhil Advani. And uh, you know mm. you did not expect that. And and the thing mm. is. so The one thing that I saw is they have it in them. The actors, sure. And they got in a lot of TV actors for that show that I wasn't aware of. But a lot of people yeah. who have been watching TV over the years, Indian, like Hindi uh, soaps and all, recognized the actors in the show, apart from the Konkanas that we saw. There were other actors who stood out because of their, you know, and they were popular only in a very limited acting space like television. So even in a show like that, like Nikhil is spreading his wings, actually showing that his craft is really fundamentally sound and solid, is a good thing. And I feel like there is more scope to do that in the web space. And I think it's only going to move forward in a way. I'm not cynical about the web space yet, even though there are a lot of problems with the way Bollywood is slowly sort of infiltrating it. But I still think there is hope for it. I I can't say the same about Hindi cinema. I'm sure even you will agree with that.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. It's just that... uh that yeah, this was uh, slightly disappointing This uh, uh, as compared to the last. But again, I mean, last year was quite special as well uh, in its in its own. So it will be probably uh, quite unfair to sort of uh, simulate it out like that. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, given that we have so many OTT platforms and, and avenues and all of that now, more than 45 or, or whatever, I mean, yeah. I would ideally like to think that, you know, it's... Uh, that number of of good web shows, even in other languages and all, of that should increase soon. If it doesn't, then that's a problem for concern. But I mean, it's still it's still quite new. But yeah, Hindi cinema, it's uh, it's quite. Uh, this year was quite uh, quite bad. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there are things such as COVID and all of that, and you can't uh, you can't have a proper control on it, and the the normal cycle was disrupted. I mean, very few films could uh, have been. Short last year, and, and, and that that whole cycle of you know uh, yeah. uh, new stuff coming out and replacement and all of that, in which a lot of it is good as well, could just couldn't happen. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I just hope this is not a yeah. a, a, a reflection of what is there to come because that will be that'll be sad.
0: Yeah, so maybe I'm guessing a good time to really judge would be the at the end of next year because that. Yeah see the real effects of what covid has had on the film industry and on the in general the television and film industries because then it'll be fair to judge if this is a permanent sort of thing or if it's just a general dip in quality in sensibility in art in craft in in the in the cinema in general so i guess i'm hoping 2021 is a massive blip Uh, and that 22 might, I mean, there's no way to go here but up, but I've been wrong before, so, you know, like Uh uh, at the end of next year, if we really look at how next year went then I think we'll have a better idea of whether it was only the pandemic or whether it was actually a general uh, dip in standards all over Bollywood and and for, you know, for our sensibilities in general, because uh, if 83 is going to be the best Hindi film of the year for so many people, then Worrying times are ahead, and I agree with you about that. But again, I, I'm I, I hope to take stock maybe mid-year next year. I think I'll know. I think I'll know by mid-year next year again, and I, I think a lot of us will figure out by August or September in which direction the year is heading. We'll see the after-effects of the pandemic. So, so yeah, I mean that's why it'll be you know interesting to keep discussing these films, at least on an individual basis, because when they actually add up cumulatively. Towards the end of the year, like how it really suddenly occurred to you at the end of the year that there were no really good yeah. Then it'll be, you yeah. know, then it's very interesting to uh, sort of take stock. And uh, but yeah, I mean, fortunately for us, we can actually uh, look at them individually. Hopefully, we'll have uh, a few releases in January. Most of them, I predict, will be, you know, limited to the OTT platform because I yeah. I think theaters are not going to be open for very long again. The third wave is. Around the corner, so you know, all of you stay safe. And uh, uh, Tanul, anything else you want to add? No, but uh, I think uh, we are uh,
1: almost done. It's just one small thing that you know, uh, just about taking stock that, yeah, I mean, that's something now I'll consciously do. And I mean, I'll I'll, I'm making a mental note to sort of revisit uh, uh, some of the releases by say end of June 2022. Because uh, over the last few days, I've been thinking about, you know, uh, the kind of year that it was, I think, the cinema and things like that. And it does sound quite worrying because uh, as, uh, I mean, as, uh, as we discussed last year was quite good. And I, I mean, a film or two, especially in successive weeks, uh, like said, Disciple of Milestone just kind of really skewed my uh, uh, perception. And it was only towards the end of the year that I thought. And but yeah, I mean, to have a repeat of this year, or or even uh, even something marginally only better, things have to be much much more than marginally better for for uh, 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 people like us to have renewed confidence. Because this this year was quite a was quite a misfire. Uh, we really cannot afford to have a, another year like this. If that. Uh, happens then, uh, then it will be really worrying, uh, and uh, and yeah, which is which which just goes to show that kind of it's uh, uh but every month next year would be I mean you're seeing a team bat which has just you know kind of phase six maiden overs, uh, you get the feeling that something's gonna give, so yeah it'll be very interesting like that for sure.
0: Yeah yeah no for sure and and like I mean it'll be interesting as you said to take stock. Uh, maybe in the middle of the year or at least have a good mm. sense of where we are heading and and, and yeah. I I for one you know hope sort of really things look up because you know I, I believe we are in the middle of a major shake up for the Hindi yeah. film industry and for better or worse I don't know if it's for better or worse we'll know when you know with time but uh, I do believe we're in the middle of a moment and uh, you know and I think we will look back maybe down the years and saying, remember the time things really changed for you know i don't know better or worse but things really yeah. changed and uh yeah hopefully if we sort of i mean we will keep writing about films so we'll be in a good position to sort of uh, really discuss it and have a good idea about it uh tanul thanks for joining me for 83 and for this nice little uh, uh 20 minute discussion about the about a truly terrible year for Hindi cinema We um, and thanks for listening everyone do write to us at uh, our email address is at gmail.com, at gmail.com if you have any suggestions any requests any feedback at all and uh, yeah we'll be back soon next year which is not as far as uh, it sounds uh, and uh, we'll be discussing uh, anything that interesting that drops on streaming or in theatres uh, stay safe all of you and uh, remember to mask up um, see you next year